Sadie here, and you're listening to Exhale, and uh, that's exactly where I would like to start this week's episode with a deep, <sighs> just good exhale. You know what? I uh, I feel I deserve that. <laughs> if I can be selfish about it, um, and I feel uh, you know I'm I'm just exhaling on on behalf of my team. So we earlier this week we launched and relaunched and rebranded Receiptful, which is now known as Converjo, along with two major new uh, product updates as well, new features. And um, the whole project has probably been about three or four months of work. And uh, kind of just getting to <laughs> getting to a point of you know launch and having that launch going smoothly um, you know due to all the hard work that we we had put in uh, prior to to going live just feels like you know that deserves an exhale and just that that good feeling of knowing that you know we've done good work um, and we can now kind of you know sit back and you know just uh, just just feel good just feel good about it what I would uh, like to talk about in today's episode is um, the idea of uh, just kind of playing your own game. And um, it, it kind of relates to the our our rebrand as Receiptful, um, you know, going from Receiptful to Conversion, and just the kind of that 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 kind of two year journey from where we started out um, back in 2014 to where we are today. Um, but also, just I think there are kind of you know just the greater context for that and in, in life, right? The, this idea of kind of playing your own, you know, playing your own game, making your own rules, and not um, not pandering too much to other people's you know rules or society's rules or kind of you know but, you know but this idea of you know I think the the best way for me to describe it is like you know if life is generally a game, um, a game that we kind of you know play often, then why not kind of play our game instead of someone else's, right? So I'll give you some context um, or some backstory here, which is when Receiptful launched, it uh, it launched as a kind of paid premium product only, um, which was firmly my mindset um, and opinion at the time. I mean, I was bootstrapping, I'm still bootstrapping um, to some extent at least, but, you know, I was very much bootstrapper. I'd never raised money. So that's how you launch a company. You just charge for your product from day one, right? So we did that. And within a week, we decided to undo that. And we went completely freemium um, without having anything that we could charge for. And um, that meant we had to kind of reimagine the whole company where we were originally going to be a receipts-only company. Um, we had to rejig our roadmap and longer-term plans to become more of a kind of, you know, a fully-fledged like marketing software company, right? So not just doing receipts. Which also meant that it took us about six, seven months after that initial deci- you know, decision of going freemium to have a functionality that we could charge for that was with within our strategy. So we went six, seven months without revenue, um, which also meant then that in that time that you know we had to we had to fund the company you know when if revenue is not there what what do you do you find investors uh, and initially this made a lot of sense to me right when we had made the decision um and we raised about half a million dollars in our seed rounds and i found the whole process just as an entrepreneur um kind of exhilarating i just loved getting you know kind of clever investors or clever people at least um, to say yes um, it was just great validation it was a great experience as an entrepreneur definitely something that was on my entrepreneur bucket list 
So we did that. We ultimately started kind of, um, you know, uh, getting and an growing revenue in, um, in mid last year. And late last year, we, um, we started because this was the journey we were on, right? Which was you raise a seed round and then you work your way to the next round of funding, whatever you want to call it, whether it was a second seed or series A. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not that clued up, but um, didn't really matter. And we were looking at raising this round, which was going to be for about, you know, a million or a million and a half dollars. And um, in late October last year, uh, I'd actually had soft commitments um, for about 60, 70% of that round. And that wasn't before kind of, you know, speaking to, to any of our existing shareholders who I'm sure at least some of them would have kind of followed them. So I suspect we were kind of literally weeks away from just closing the round. And um, it was within one of those um kind of calls with a prospective investor that um that i realized one thing um and the investor kind of is a very very experienced um you know experienced guy um kind of he's been around the block um and has seen this kind of you know play out multiple times and we got to a point in the conversation uh we were just talking about life and and, and startups in general and um it was evident um you know to me uh, you know at that point in the conversation that your part of raising money um, and playing that you know kind of game is literally just that it's a game, right? And I asked him straight up, and I said, "So what you're telling me is, like, this is more about gamesmanship than you know pure or you know business um, kind of fundamentals." And he said, "Yes." And um, that triggered something for me. Not that it's kind of right or wrong going down that route, but I realized at that point that I just personally didn't see myself going through a journey where we were raising money every you know 12 or 18 months or whatever the kind of timeline is and the reason why I kind of uh, that triggered for me was um, it felt that I was having to play by someone else's rules and they keep changing the rules um, and that's things I, I don't like that right and um, I think just kind of the experience of sharing that with my team afterwards and the conversations we've had about that since we've we've kind of learned um you know about ourselves that we are happier um you know and we're happier at work and doing the things we do when we kind of mostly make our own rules um and we try and do things in the way that best aligns um with how we think we we should do things um I think, you know, for me, that's important in life. Um, you know, I I was listening uh, to um, an episode of, of Bootstrapped Web um, where um, Alan Branch from Less Accounting um, and Less Other Things uh, made an appearance and he, he was basically phoning in from his his yacht. And um, he basically said something that struck a chord with me, which was, if he as kind of a business owner isn't able to kind of sit at his desk on a Friday morning and see that it's amazing weather outside and then actually go out and go sailing for the day, um, then he doesn't know why he's in business. And um, I think, again, it's not that Alan needs to be right or wrong here and it doesn't mean that w that perspective applies to, to everyone. 
Um, it's not about taking, you know, the ability to take a Friday off. I mean, I, I don't think that's a that's a good metric um, necessarily for for every business. But I think what is important is being very clear about what kind of game we're playing um, and the things that we pursue. So whether that is in business um, or whether that's just in our professional careers or whether that's in something else in life, um, it is. It's just. I, I think it's just crucial that we are clear about why we pursue those things um, and that those things actually align with who we are. Um, Because I think as soon as we start doing things just because we think someone else created the rules, then we get into this bit of a kind of mindfuck space, right? Because who gave anyone else the, the, uh, you know, kind of the right or the opportunity to make those rules and kind of impose those rules on, you know, other individuals' lives? Um, And many of these things just go unquestioned. We kind of, we, we go through life and business um, where we just accept the status quo because for some of the reason that's just the way things have been. And we, we find ourselves in a situation like, okay, so I'm working on a startup. So, oh, this is the startup playbook. This is what I, I'm supposed to be doing. I'm, you know, I, I need to kind of, you know, raise money and then, you know, I need to hit these and that metrics and then I will raise another round, for example. Um, or like... You know, when um, kind of when you start a family, like you find yourself, okay, I now have kids, so I probably need to work less or I need to kind of block off my time so that I can work distraction free or whatever. So it's all these kind of things that, you know, that seems like this is mainstream or conventional wisdom, where it's just it's just the sheep mentality, right? I mean, the more people that do something, the more prevalent that kind of idea becomes and the easier it is to just kind of fall into that. Um, whereas I think that it's probably harder to do, but the more rewarding thing to do is just to play our own games, um, make our own rules, um, as far as we possibly can, I think, um, you know, it's, it's important to acknowledge that, uh, there are, you know, there are external things in life that we can't control and, you know, we, we don't, we shouldn't even try and control those things. Right. But there are things in our daily lives um, that we can we can influence and control, and those are the rules that I'm kind of referring to. The the kind of the being clear about why you know we do the things we do, being clear about what we hope to achieve by doing those things, um, being clear about kind of how we do those things and how that aligns with who we are and who we want to be. I think there's always aspiration in that, right? And acknowledging that, you know, uh, today I might have more external factors input kind of being kind of influential in my life. And I want to move to a situation where I can have greater influence over those things, um, which coincidentally, I think, kind of aligns very well with uh, a big part of entrepreneurship, right? So the, the idea of, you know, I want to be an entrepreneur because I want some kind of freedom, whether it's financial freedom or freedom of my time or schedule. There is that pursuit of kind of freedom, which is exactly why you should be playing your own game. As soon as you kind of start that journey and you start playing by someone else's rules and someone else's game, I doubt whether it's possible to have freedom in that. I leave it there today. Speak to you again next week. Cheers. Cheers.